How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's it's going. Yeah. Today's been eh, not been feeling so hot, but feeling a lot better currently than I have all day. So that's good. Thank you for raising my spirits. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I'm just like the bard playing playing the 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 song. Yeah, you um, guys can't see this, but Jake constantly has a ukulele that he's he's strumming. Uh huh. I also can't think of a bard playing songs without going to like the uh, the clip of the. I think she was in a marching band or something like that, or maybe she was a cheerleader. But like playing a flute and like crying. I don't remember what the context was, but this was used in like D and D memes when it's like everyone in the party is dying, but you're just the bard oh, and you're yeah, just yeah. playing <laughs> playing the instrument. That sounds really. I'm just blanking on the on the specific part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think the context, I don't remember the context at all, but very funny. Hopefully not a traumatic moment for her, actually, because it definitely became a meme. Um, but funny as long as I don't know the context, and that's what's important. So submarines to you are... <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I was really late on that, on the submarine thing, because it started popping up in like my news feed. Because I've been starting, I've been trying not to use Reddit. I installed it on my phone. I've been trying to just not check it, which is a big deal, you know, because yeah. I started using that in college and then never stopped. <laughs> um, but I just have like a news feed now and it's like, what is all this crap about a submarine? I just can scroll past it every time. I was like, I'm just going to not engage with this. Days, I guess a day or two pass passes and everyone's talking about it in Discord because it was apparently a big deal. Um, I mean... It was a big deal in the sense that it got media attention, I guess. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure there are other things that are happening in the world where it is also sad that people died, but it just doesn't get the attention because they're not billionaires. It's not like a, a shitty fake sub piloted by a PS1 controller. Yes. Yeah. So I think... I think the little facts like that are what make it newsworthy is you well, get that's that trickle stick, I think. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think anybody was really looking into it that in depth until it's like, oh, they they still have not been found. And then pe yeah. people mm -hmm. will just like, you know, research hard. And then they found stuff about the controller and yada yada. And then it gets memed mm -hmm. shit. Yeah, I think if there's like there's no news whatsoever you basically get like a couple cycles out of these people are still missing. Okay. We talk to their relatives. Okay. Is there anything else we can report? On? Is there an expert we can bring in? Okay. And then it kind of like dies out, but like stuff kept coming up apparently like the, this is a hardened PlayStation controller is used to control this, which regardless of how viable that actually is, I, I don't know. Right. I'm not a controller expert. Maybe more than some people, I guess. We play a lot of video games, but... That is true. <laughs> like, I don't know how it ranks up as far as, like, analog actual submarine controls. It sounds absurd. And that makes excellent news, right? Um, but, yeah. I mean, it didn't end super well for those people or people that were hoping for a good outcome for those people. Um. Which is sad, I'll say that, you know, unfortunate. Condolences go out to them. I will say that's not the, uh, there was a whole lot of people who were almost, like, celebrating. <laughs> so, um, 
I I get the uh so and so is a billionaire, fuck them because and in general, at least from what I have picked up, it very mm-hmm. much seems like people who are super rich, like the uber rich, like the top percent, they get their money by like utilizing other people and mm. it's not like oh all your hard work coming up with like this million dollar idea type thing it's more like you're fucking somebody over somewhere along the way type thing right yeah and then also those people tend to be shitty and like blah blah blah, blah. So can like, you I get, get that, that part of it be a good person yeah and yeah. i i don't think the answer is you can mm-hmm. um like even the people who we kind of celebrate as celebrities like I don't think they're perfect people. Um, it's just mm-hmm. we see them in a favorable light a lot of the time when they come across media stuff. Jack Black seems like a cool dude, right? Right. I don't I, know I, personally. I he, actually, yes, he has to be. He has to be. Right. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> I mean, that's what people say, right? Um, uh, right. They wouldn't. But they wouldn't the day, let like, Bowser <laughs> be a bad dude. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> He's. You are a bad guy. That doesn't mean you are a bad guy. <laughs> As an aside about Jack Black, I know you have an important life lesson to proceed with. The thing I saw, <laughs> I haven't seen the Mario movie, but I saw like a clip where someone was interviewing Jack Black and like the yeah. camera was on the interviewer and she was like, um, are you excited uh, to play Bowser in the new movie? And then the camera just cuts to him and he's wearing a Bowser onesie. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. <laughs> it was just the best thing. <laughs> Freaking loved it. So yeah, I, like I hope he's good. The short form snap cuts of things where it's just uh that quick subversion or just I don't know, a good good quick joke. Uh-huh. Sorry, you're continuing the life lesson how of how it, it how... wasn't a life lesson, it's just I guess me sharing my views of stuff because I'm very much I don't want to say sociopathic, that feels wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how a lot of people operate. I'm finding out more and more the older I get as I become more asocial. But I don't understand when people are like, it's sad that so-and-so died. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, did you know them? No. But right. it's the same thing of like, um, people are like, oh, my, my sports team won. I'm like, oh, did you play on that team? Well, no, right. but like... What's your personal connection? Philadelphia and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So I don't understand people's personal investment towards complete strangers like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like I can get like... If you're involved in a community and there's like a prolific member of that community, like, okay, for example, I was at Too Many Games Convention uh, this past weekend and mm-hmm. Charles Martinet was there, okay. the voice of Mario for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, and he was doing a signing and stuff. And I'm like, I don't care about this person individually. It's cool that they do what they do and that they're in like the video game space. But mm-hmm. if they died, I personally would not care. I would be like, right. oh, that's unfortunate. But I'm sure there are a lot of people who would be like, today sucks because Charles died, you know? Yes. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. I mean, some people are are more generally empathic and some people are more specifically empathic. It's like you feel more for the people close to you. Most people feel that. Then there's other people who feel generally if something bad happened somewhere and life's life can be rough (laughs) for those people. Um, I'm not saying I am one, by the way. Um, but I, 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 I find myself kind of reluctant to take 
to make light of people's death, right? I guess I don't want to preach to the audience coming here to listen to this talk to about video games, but it's like everybody has, hopefully, like um, somebody that cares about them. And that's where my brain goes, right? Like, I don't, I have no connection to anybody in the submarine. Um, I don't have a connection to Mario's previous voice actor or his current. Um, but like if somebody were to pass, then, you know, their family is obviously impacted and things like that. So I, I also get that, like, you don't have to sanitize what you're doing and saying, and you can only be so attached to what goes on in the world. Right. If I, I actually am very much of the opinion that if you want to be sad about things that are going on, you have cause 24 7 something bad is happening all of the time it's just also good things happen so literally how you like interact with that or how that goes through your brain and impacts your emotions is based off of your emotional state you know your mental health and then what you focus on yeah um i think you need a balance of the two um mm -hmm. there is a term that got coined I want to say a couple of years ago, but it could have been around forever and I just don't pay attention to stuff. But toxic positivity. Oh, yeah. Uh, where people are like, everything's amazing all the time and it kind of sweeps. Uh, well, hey, I'm actively dealing with depression or like something shitty happened where like my mom died. Um, and mm -hmm. it feels like you're kind of sweeping some of those emotions and dealing with that, especially for somebody else if they're not feeling that way, under the rug. Uh-huh. But at the same time, like, I don't want to constantly be a wet blanket or Debbie Downer with like, hey, this stuff that's happening in the part of the world is really shitty. And yes, exactly. It sucks. Am I going to do anything about it? No, but I'm going to feel bad and make other people feel bad. Right. Not to say like we should not. We shouldn't like actively be ignoring things. But if all mm -hmm. you do your time is focus on negativity, you cannot really be a positive person yeah because like you're just drowning yourself in that one thing exactly in the same way if you're constantly drowning yourself in like happiness it's probably hard for you to be empathetic when someone's like hey like my my, my dog died or something you know right yeah and if someone comes with to you with that information you're not you're probably not listening for you don't want to hear a reason to be happy it's just them explaining the current emotional state and communicating and that's what they need out of it, right? They don't need an answer. They don't need you to be like, buck up, buttercup. Here's a glass of lemonade. Yeah. No one needs that. Well, maybe some people need that, but I can't, I can't, I'm not a therapist. But I imagine most people don't need that and most people don't want that. Um, that's not what I'm advocating for. Um, if you're going to prescribe me engage. lemonade, <laughs> give me another fruit along with that. Blueberry yeah. lemonade, strawberry lemonade, raspberry lemonade. Hell yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Those are all pretty much better than lemonade. Although lemonade's pretty good on its own. I just like multiple fruits. Like, I grew up in, like, the fruit juice mixtures. Mm -hmm. Whatever the fuck Juicy Juice came out with, where it's, like, blend of fruit. And you get it in, like, right. a frozen concentrate thing and you add it to water. That's where that's where my comfort zone is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Those are very economical, too, because fruit juice is not inexpensive, depending on the type you get fruit juice can actually get pretty pricey it's also it weighs a lot so if you're the type of person who wants to take every grocery bag in at the same time and yes i'm speaking to a hundred percent of people in the, the entire country 
That's world. how I got my scoliosis, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but you still want to. You know yes, it's a bad yes, idea, yes, but yes. you still want to. Uh, those little concentrated juice weapons are significantly easier to carry than a full bottle of juice pre-made. So, uh, a, a juice club, uh, basically. It's like the um, the German grenades. It's like the thing at the end. That's basically the juice can. Oh, the the potato mashers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potato mashers. The only reason I know about that at all is because I have you know the classic World War Two dad. Mm-hmm. That's fair. What's dad um, doing? Watching some war documentary on the History he's learning, Channel. He's learning about World War II German weaponry. <laughs> you know. Um, just just in case. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to know. Um, but yeah. Uh, otherwise, anything anything good going on? Anything fun going on? We had a pretty recent episode. Uh, I will explicitly call out the meta mention that this is kind of a bonus episode so we do whatever we want here i think technically a talk cast but you know who's to say finger guns dave was shooting people in his free time (laughs) speaking of tragedy thinking about harm for others what would you say the impact of your active murdering spree is having on others around you um a really good kda (laughs) yeah good music though I know the one song yeah, <laughs> that I did for League of Legends. <laughs> hey, what's, once you start with a good score, you don't need to dilute the pool, right? You stop while you're ahead. Um, which reminds me of the... Uh, there was like a movie on the, the Wonders. I don't know when they came out. But like this very old band. I think it's 50s or 60s or something. And there was a movie about them. And I remember there was a line uh, where someone's talking to them. And they have one hit song, but they can't come up with anything else. And they're like, well, we still have that song. And the guy's just like, yeah, one hit wonders. Haven't heard that one before. And it's just like, all right, well, that's burned in my memory forever. But that's what you do. You find one song and you quit. You make a new band. Hmm. So we make a new podcast. Yes. Every week. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> we have talked about this somehow. <laughs> I, I think it's a funny idea on paper. Obviously doesn't really help with you were trying to gain traction or an audience, which I would right. argue I'm really actively not trying to. Mm-hmm. But I will say it is always very sweet. Uh, shout out to Steve if you're listening. Um, we'll be like playing Dota with other people, and Steve will bring it up out of the blue, uh-huh. or like there might be some context, like "Oh, Dave is a podcast. You should check it out." And he like uh-huh. sells the whole thing, and I'm just there like, I'm like actively don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Uh huh. I'm trying to combat his efforts. I um, uh, different kind of vibe, but uh, you know my boss. You know your previous boss at the company I work at. Mm-hmm. There have been many times when uh, people are talking about recreational things or something like that, and just the topic of something related to podcast comes up and he'll jump in and be like hey jake has a podcast hey you should link that thing go link that thing i'm like i'm literally working right now <laughs> like sure i'll link I'll, I'll link our explicit podcast <laughs> every single episode tagged as explicit um during the work day why not Might see well. i i like that you can kind of be like oh i know this thing oh i know someone who does that thing i can kind of like direct you like anytime Mm-hmm. somebody's like oh i do art stuff i'm like i have a friend who does art stuff and i uh-huh. will link them um a mango stuff all the time 
So it's nice to have that for like, oh, podcast? Like, I know someone of you does a thing. Uh huh. But at the same really time, is... I never want to share it with like work people because I'm like, our relationship ends at like end of the business day and uh-huh. we will not interact past that because I, I might yeah. complain about you on the podcast type thing, you know? Yeah, I don't think I've this had This is my people... open forum. Maybe there was one time I had someone at work because if people ask, you know, send them the link. I think I had like one time someone actually came back to me and was like talking about the actual content in the podcast. And that person was already... I mean, they're they're in the Discord as well. They're very much in the gaming sphere, mm-hmm. um, I, and I don't expect for anyone else. Like, if I link it to, you, I don't expect people to like listen to it. They're doing a polite thing, right? That's where my my default brain is at. Um, but it is kind of nice when someone comes back and they're like, "Hey, I disagree with you about everything you said recently," and I'm like, "Ah." <laughs> About the podcast. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I do appreciate that because it, it means that somebody actually did check it out. Mm-hmm. And it is very much like, oh, well, I have a podcast. Or like, are you a white guy in your 30s? Of course you fucking do, right? Uh-huh, right. Like, it gets that kind of just that hand wavy generalization. But uh-huh. I don't know. It, it is. <laughs> this is the meta episode. It's still mm-hmm. fun to do. Like, I really do oh, enjoy yeah. video games as an art form and mm-hmm. talking with you and other friends about them because yeah. I, I, think don't know, we I, I don't have the same tier of investment with, with movies right i think we cultivate a pretty like intimate atmosphere here because unless hopefully i'm not letting anyone down when i say this if you're listening to the podcast right now there's not like thousands of you <laughs> right <laughs> it's not like if you um you you start watching ninja or who i have no idea who streams now but like somebody on kick that just switched to kick or whatever um like you're not just a person in a massive crowd there's a relatively small group of people that i'm talking to right now now across time statistically the group gets wider for a given episode but usually within the first week it's not that large you you could fit people into a a a small room or a medium-sized minivan as long Mm -hmm. as they could sit on each other's laps like, hey, everybody, we're going to the Korean church down the road. Let's go. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like, one I, clown I love car the idea of, of like the, a nice two panel meme where the first is like, we are Legion. And it's, of course, um, album art from Disturbed. And then the second one's like, I am Hoplite. And it's just like one guy named Jerry. <laughs> uh huh. That's our listener, Jerry. Yeah. I actually don't know any of, if your name is Jerry, right in, because I, you're the only one who hasn't at this point (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean shout out to gilgamesh we really appreciate that thoughtful note um uh jerry is a great uh like shorthand for gilgamesh it's like yeah his name's gilgamesh we call him jerry (laughs) i was going like everybody has written in with like various different names except Mm. for jerry we haven't had a jerry yet that's true yeah what's gonna happen is someone gonna they're gonna write in but they're gonna use like a g i'm gonna be like eh, i don't know like is it is it is it jerry or is it just gary spelled in the least correct way possible um maybe yeah. g is a shorthand for geriatric mm-hmm. My grandma we do have a lot of those people that listen <laughs> yeah <laughs> Our, our demographics aging we put it that way <laughs> um 
Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's been more years than I think it has been uh, consistently. Um, I still think it's, I think it's a fun time. I won't lie. There have been times where it's just like, ugh, today kind of sucks. What if I didn't? And then my brain extrapolates it to like, what if you didn't now? What if you didn't ever? <laughs> right? Like, I think everybody has a little bit of that. Um, no, but it's just... what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, Backspaces but... out the DM to Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. It, it's one of those things in life where like, there's been plenty of things I've done and given up on. Not that I like, I'm not harboring a bunch of regret. This isn't the beginning of my therapy session. Um, overall, I'm actually very happy with my life and I'm, I'm uh, you know, fortunate to be in that place. Um, but, you know, it's nice that we have this consistent thing. I tell myself, it's like, ah, yeah, it's, you know, I could put it on my resume or whatever. But even if I didn't, even if I wasn't like, I, I could put like four or five years of podcasting on my resume. Um, I mean, I'd still do it. It's, yeah. it's nice social time leads into playing video games i appreciate talking to you also dave so shut up yeah this guy's mm-hmm. rambling on uh-huh yeah but i i get what you mean like the neurotic part of my brain even though we've been friends for over a decade i have to be like are we good with that joke that i made about you <laughs> shutting up <laughs> i didn't actually mean it oh, no 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 it. you're 100 percent good i took it 100 percent humorously See, and I also know that, but like, there's that like neurotic part of my brain. She's like, just just double check. You're not like step on somebody's uh-huh. toes and you're mad at you for two right, right. Um, It's like you prank someone and then you like you walk it all back instantly. You're like, I yes. I'm, I'm, you're taking down the prank as they're walking into the room or whatever. You're just like, <laughs> this is all a bad idea. <laughs> but like for me, it always is an obligation. But it's the same way, like. I'm going to weave this in the conversation regardless. I was at too many games convention uh, this past Saturday, right? And mm-hmm. I had a chance to go with friends, friends of the podcast. Uh, Demuch was one of them who's been on as yeah. a guest. And Special guest. I'm somebody who sucks so much being like, oh, here's a fun thing that we could like do with people, right? Very mm-hmm. much just like, I'll stick to my routine, blah, 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 whatever. Someone's like, hey, right. do you want to break out of that routine? And my knee-jerk reaction is No. But yes. because you're inviting me, yes, right. like I'm willing mm-hmm. to go and try. And I, nine times out of ten, ninety-nine percent out of a hundred, I will have a good time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's maybe not always my perfect situation because I have to be like out and about. There might be oh you have to travel. Oh you maybe didn't feel so great. You had to like take a shit. There was a convenient bathroom. Whatever it may be, that will always exist. But I'm always glad to be along for the ride with something fun. And that somebody included right. me to be a part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I share shout that out to anybody who invites me to stuff because I'm always like, yeah. Eventually, I'm I, like, yeah. I can attest. I think anytime I've ever invited Dave to do anything, he's been like, yeah. And I I don't know. Um, actually, the only times that maybe that hasn't been the case is if you literally already had plans. Um, that's probably 100%. That accounts for 100% of time forever. Um for like for me and mango we usually have like uh we have to build a ramp to any given social event so if we mm-hmm. were impromptu invited for something we would probably like try to smoke bomb and like dive out of the nearest window just to like avoid um giving an answer um but with adequate heads up i mean dave you've got an event coming up and you know we're planning to go to that obviously um 
with adequate heads up, we can build a ramp of ambition to the summit of social interaction. <laughs> Without that, it's it's not really tenable. Imagining like a montage of uh, you and Mango like practicing, like holding mm-hmm. red cups. You're like, hey, so how do you know Dave? Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, yep. it's just a training montage of like getting ready for like a, a small social <laughs> event. Push it to the limit. Really exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think um, that's really what friends can do for each other. Because like, I know I'm definitely that person for some people as mm-hmm. I really look at you. Because um, I definitely harass you and other people a lot to be like, oh, let's do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of times, too, where it's just, oh, what am I playing this weekend? Nothing. I'm going to sit inside, do a couple chores, play video games, and like wish I was doing something more. Um, uh-huh. And someone's like, "Hey, like, what if I like came into town? We went out to like eat." I'm like, oh, "Yes," and I'll just uh-huh. latch onto that like crazy, because I, I think there's also a lot of people will have the. I'm gonna argue it's a misconception that other people are too busy or don't want to hang out. Oh, they mm-hmm. have their yeah. own life. They're too busy. They have a kid that they'll never come out to anything. But honestly, mm-hmm. just ask, because every time I've talked to somebody about this exact scenario. They're like, oh, yeah, like, I want to do stuff with people, but I always just figured that they're, you know, got stuff going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I they mean, might. that is. <laughs> but, like, you can rain check. You can still hang out with your friends. Yeah. That's why they're your friends. If I can interject, the, the I mean, that's good life advice. My follow-up life advice, it, to generalize that, um, for pretty much everything in life is communication. Unless you're literally engaging with an adversary who is not operating in good faith. And that kind of doesn't exist. I played a lot of video games. That doesn't really exist that much in real life. Um, more communication is generally better. Like for the people you care about, for your friends, um, for your coworkers. Sometimes that can be painful. Not in my experience, but I know in others. Um, and like, yeah, uh, the the problem is you can get stuck in your own head. And um, sometimes if you're stuck in your own head, whatever you assume um, not like in a bad connotation, assume, but where you start, uh, as far as your perceptions about what other people want and whatever, um, they want to do, they don't have an opportunity to fight against that. If you've never talked to them, right. You never know if someone is interested in video games, if they, you've never talked to them, if you don't, they don't comment on your video game shirt, you know, things like that. Um, same for friends. So basically second team, what you said, but just that's life, right? Like, Sometimes you got to go out on a limb and see if a bird a pterodactyl comes by and rips you off the limb, right? You know, that's, that's how I, res- that's, that's, this, maybe this <laughs> is different for Dave. This is my response to social situations, right? <laughs> it's the bravery to go out on the limb and be torn to pieces by a pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah, I, a friendship. Typically for me to talk to strangers, I need the security of friends nearby. Like I think the one time I was at, a local bar slash restaurant with a friend and we were just hanging out and there was a song that was playing on the radio. We're like, where is this from? It sounds familiar. And then I asked like the couple who was like two seats down from us. I'm like, Hey, do you know what this is? And they're mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, we actually know what this is. And we were chatting with them for like a minute. I was like, oh, okay. But I wouldn't have done that if it was just me there. Cause I would have seen like a weird, crazy person. But because right. I had a friend there, I was like, I'm not crazy. I have another social person. Yeah, you, know? you got backup. Or alcohol. Alcohol also <laughs> is a good friend substitute. 
Mm-hmm. I can't hang out with anybody. I'm going to drink myself to death. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've advised a lot of things. I'm going to roll back that advice <laughs> if I can. Dave, disagree- <laughs> Dave and I see that we have different perspectives on this. No, but, I, a um, bit of a meme. And... I know. Yeah. It can't help. Um, or I've heard it can help. But uh, actually, I know it can help. Just and, and seeing how other people interact while drunk. There is a, a certain lightness to it. Maybe not even fully drunk, but like tipsy. Right. It's, right, it's a jovial. I need to call Jake uh, out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake specifically hates vodka. He's what he coined <laughs> himself as a Bacardi bitch. It's mm-hmm, rum yeah. or nothing. Right. I'm really hoping that and Bacardi's a rum. I haven't had it in a while. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. And statistically nothing, actually, in between the two. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But oh, it's fun. Anyways, that's the uh, that's the proselytizing part of the podcast. That's what happens when we have a bonus episode. It's like, how can we take the well, last ten it's minutes? Because I can't talk about what I've played recently, which is Diablo Four, which will get yes. its own standalone episode. It's standalone episode. And Dota um, Two, never talking about that again. It's all the the same stuff, mm-hmm. pretty much. We can talk about it when news happens for it. That's our that's our end basically occasionally dave is so if if dave was trapped in the coat closet of my house right now and i'm not saying he is but if he was periodically um i'll be like oh there's dota 2 news here go over to him like banging on the door and open it up and be like what are your thoughts on the dota 2 news that's usually what we put in the podcast and then afterwards, like, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> hey, that's the that's the other piece of uh, life advice here. If you want to record a podcast and you don't have a good space for it or the acoustics are messed up, coat closets are basically unbeatable. Um, like the I only thing that's dredge you... up that picture again. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's comparatively close is literally taking a comforter, putting it over your entire body and just recording with like the microphone in front of you, which also sounds really good. I would start complaining within two minutes of how hot it uh-huh. is. I it's know not myself. I'm really comfortable. But I um I listen to um another podcast probably. It's not very big. Uh it's actually number two on Spotify, but New York Times uh podcast. And I I kind of mentally put a bookmark whenever they have a correspondent that's on site or in a remote location or something like that. And uh they're recording in an inconvenient situation so some of the standouts were literally like in another country with a blanket over her basically just for for audio purpose reasons and they called it out and i thought that was great um or like you know jump into a phone booth at like a state building um and recently there was some convention i think or it was an arraignment of a certain well-known politician and uh the person got underneath a table to get some space and be outside of the throng for <laughs> recording the uh, the episode, um, and it was great. I just love that uh, recording in in weird places. I love when people improvise. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, um, one of the topics that we had slated for today <laughs> was uh, an expounding and expanding upon a previous one from the previous episode, where we talked a little bit about payday. Um, and not my favorite chocolate bar by any means. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's 
it's like 100% nuts. I thought you'd be in. I don't know. Okay, fine. Um, but the uh, <laughs> Payday 3 in particular, um, I had this impression that it was really far off. Did you did you share that impression or did you secretly know more about this than I did? I shared that impression because I think when we talked about it, it was for a summer of games type event. And they're mm. like, hey, here's like a little trailer for Payday. And I was like, oh, there's like a little bit of gameplay. Okay. Like, we'll see what other news they have in the future. But it they didn't really, I didn't pick up on a release date if they talked about one at all. So I'm like, yeah. okay, back burner. I'll see more news about it eventually. Uh-huh. But apparently now they're like, oh, we've played the game for an hour. I was like, what? I didn't realize it was there. Yes. Yeah. So a bunch of like news media organizations, uh, PC Gamer was one. I believe IGN was another. Um, and I'm sure some others got some time together. Here's here's how far out of the loop I was. I know in the last episode, I was like, yeah, Overkill developing this. And they're literally Starbreeze now. So it's not even the right developer anymore. <laughs> so hopefully uh, you guys, you guys are got, you use us for your second source of news <laughs> or you just don't care if we're wrong. Um, Cause sometimes we are, but uh, yeah, hour of gameplay. And we talked about how they were going to have like a hostage negotiation phase. And there's apparently a lot of other things that they've added to the game. Um, and the reason this was of note again is because we started with payday. Uh, for the podcast and also out of all of the games that are upcoming i'm kind of excited for payday 3 now that i know it actually exists um how would you feel about let me let me ask you before we even go into some of the the details here if payday 3 came out on september 21st what would your interest in it be if we had a group say we got a group of people that we don't hate and maybe even sometimes appreciate I like how Jake, before he lets me answer, just keeps sweetening the pot. He's like, <laughs> yeah. and I'll buy you the game. And I'll have somebody rub your back and your and feet while, we, while you yet. play. And, uh, Zorby. <laughs> <laughs> pay your heating bill for a month. Um, I would say, <laughs> like, crazy. tentatively interested uh, for something that is a group game like that. It requires mm-hmm. a lot of cooperation, coordination. Like, if you have a stack together for it, and people are like, I'm on board for it. Just like with uh-huh. Destiny 2. If it was just me, I would never fucking play that game. It is only when mm-hmm. people are like, hey, let's do this group content. I'm like, okay, I'll do the thing. <laughs> um, but I mean, if we had a group and it wasn't like outrageously priced and we could at least guarantee to play it for a certain amount of time, yeah, I mm-hmm. would check it out. It definitely seems like it has a lot more mechanical layers into it or yeah. just complexity in general. Um but I think there the bigger anything... thing I'm looking for is more so just the reliability of it. I know we talked about the host mm-hmm. syncing being a major yeah. issue that really took us out of it to where we needed a separate application called Hawkshood to uh, make that not shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was always also weird, just as like a throwback to Payday 2. The game did not natively have the ability to restart like a multi-day heist. Like if you failed on day two, that's it. That's the end of the heist. Um, unless it had like specifically here's your getaway mission or your escape or whatever. Right. Some of them had like a fallout scenario, but like 
The game didn't let you do that. And Hawkshead literally had an escape menu thing where it's just like restart heist. So if like things were going to crap and you wanted to start again from the beginning of the level, there you go. Hit the button. Didn't matter. Literally changed the failure condition for like a multi-sequence heist as a mod. I don't think mods are supposed to be able to do it, but it made the game better. So yeah. I will add a lot of carry. Anytime you have a modder that's making your game better, they are mm. not competition. Hire them. Holy shit. Yeah. Like the yeah. Binding of Isaac thing, they made like this whole other separate game. And I think that was actually an example where uh, Ed McMillan, or oh, I think uh, person. musician. Shit. Um, <laughs> whoever made Binding of Isaac, uh, I think they actually brought that person in who was doing the modding to help them make something. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know. Sometimes people just have good ideas, and maybe you do have developer crunch or something else. But if they're like just adding usability and features to your game, mm-hmm. work with them. Don't be like yeah. stop doing that. If they have good ideas, maybe you can incorporate that. Oh yeah. Um, and some of the better. I think we've actually talked about mods in general. Also, you're correct. Edmund McMillan was the creator of Super Meat Boy and Binding of Isaac. Yes. Um, <laughs> um but uh yeah, we've talked about mods and how you should encourage uh that kind of community because these are the people that are most interested in your community and they're also normally generating free content for you <laughs> for the yes. community, right? You go a little Valve is the perfect example. You're a little slow on patches, maybe you don't know how to add an extra gun to your game that makes you tons of money. Just let the community do it. Like, oh man, we're going to have a jungle theme update because the community happened to submit over the course of several months a bunch of jungle maps. And so we're going to just bundle it and hand it to you guys. It's free. <laughs> Keep playing our game, you know, buy keys. Um, so, yeah, embrace that. But hopefully Payday 3 doesn't need it. And one of the things that is uh, hope- hopeful specific for this is they're using a different engine. I wasn't sure about that until the most recent uh, article I read but they are no longer using whatever engine they were using in two and they're switching over to unreal which is a good engine to see compared to whatever they had before because the only problem so i really have with unreal was... engine <laughs> is popping yeah well uh, i mean unreal has so much support for it right if you're trying to do something in unreal like as a developer there are 50 tutorials basically on how to do it um and it's also, uh, from what I know, from what I know, um, pretty well supported and pretty easy to add things to. So, if I were to see two new, two potential news articles, one of them was company uses their own engine for this crap, and the other one is they switch to Unreal. I'm almost always more excited for the second one, even with the limitations it has. For shooters, I don't think it really gets better. Anyways, <laughs> that's my take. <laughs> uh let me let me like uh, here's your turn to jump on dave and it's just like i um the segue is covered in spikes and you're like where do i where do i position myself (laughs) presses the big i i agree button Uh uh-huh yeah so that's good news um anything stand out from the trailer that uh i i sent over not the trailer the ign little walkthrough so i mean honestly it was I mean, what they showed, I think, was the exact same footage they had for the trailer, just with somebody mm, talking okay. over it. 
Um, yeah. So I think like it looks the same as pretty much as far as Payday 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I probably have to, would have to do a side-by-side to say, oh, these graphics are definitely improved, which I'm sure they are. Uh, they looked okay. To that granularity. Um, yeah. But a lot of the gameplay looks very similar, just like I said, with the added mechanics. And you mentioned mm-hmm. the hostage negotiation phase. Um, mm-hmm. The person playing the game from their time, the journalist for IGN, was saying that uh, stealth was very, very punishing. So you actually had to yeah, coordinate a lot more it. as far as I'm going to be sneaky-beaky. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if they're going to kind of weigh that with, hey, if you stay stealth the whole time, here are the rewards you get. Or maybe certain mm-hmm. missions will just get you out. Because I think uh, she kind of called out in her playtime, she's expecting a lot of players to not fully experience stealth because a lot of it's rootin' tootin' shooting. Yes, yeah. Um, so I think this is where I'd probably jump in with some of the takeaways from the article I read. So mm-hmm. PC Gamer had an article. I'm going to actually, we never source anyone, but Tyler Wild uh, wrote this. The reason is because... I'm basically going to take all of the content that I thought interesting that was in that article <laughs> and talk about it. Because, um, again, I think that the the IGN preview was was fine. It was a good overview. But for people who put a lot of time in the game, some of these specifics are, are kind of nice. Um, so some of the things we saw an example of in that article was um, if you are unmasked, right? Like even in Payday 2, everyone starts the mission unmasked unless it was explicitly loud from the get-go. There were a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Um and you're just walking around, maybe you're wearing, you know, sunglasses or something, but for the most part, not anonymous at all. In Payday 2, that was pretty much just to scope out the joint, just to like see maybe inside some windows. Um, But you really want to put a mask on so you can run, <laughs> right? <laughs> so you can move quickly. Um, And it didn't matter if guards saw you, they would shoot you if you were unmasked. Um, or if you were, uh, yeah, regardless of whether you're a master or unmasked. So in payday three, they're adding a whole bunch of stuff to the mask list state. And if like a guard finds you rather than just being like requiesce in pache, and then they just like assassin blade you in the rib, um, they might like, uh, put you in cuffs or like escort you. They'll, they'll escort you out of the secure location. Um, and then set you free actually and some of the things that were called out is like uh during if the guard has a key card you can maybe nab the key card off them while they're escorting you out do some sleight of hand which is really cool um and then if the guard detects multiple people while he's escorting someone out then it starts to like escalate a bit a little bit he'll put like handcuffs on the second person so now they're bound they can't move right um and this like it just opens up so much crazy stuff you can do in these levels where you might have some people with a mask on like moving fast uh like not engaging with the guards at all doing whatever but if you want someone to pick a lock which you can do now while your mask is off uh pick a lock go to like a security place grab like a key card start looking at monitors things like that you can do that um so you yes. can almost you can you can justify a 50-50 split i think on a level, lot of levels yeah, I'm sure they're going to encourage it for certain levels where it needs to be asymmetric. Mm-hmm. But the, even just the option of that is nice because if I remember correctly in Payday 2, it was a binary state of yes. master off. One person is starting some shit, the mass go on for everybody automatically. 
I forgot about and, that. And you're, you're like, right. hey, who fucking like was peeing in front of the guard? It's like, oh, uh-huh. oh it was uh, it was Dave over there. And then it's like, hey, now it's just you know, maybe not necessarily loud, but it's a uh, hey, mm-hmm. stuff's going down. Yeah, and a lot of times it was like loud and it's over. And I think mm-hmm. that there is, there might still be a mask on, like state um but normally that mask on state is now going to be like uh the whole area was alerted or something like that um but they had an example of like also as an aside while they were doing their playthroughs for this level they kept trying to do a stealth job and it was a very basic bank for those that played payday 2 it was like bank job number two or something like that it was very much base game um and it's the same map by the way it's it, which is a good sign because I did a count beforehand and there was like 80 payday three maps by the current date counting DLC. Sorry, payday two maps, which is too many. I mean, so they're, they're starting a with the basics. inside baseball. But is this um, is that bank map the one where there is a there's a walkable street, there's an alley and then there's yes. some mm-hmm. stairs up the back. Yeah, I think that's one. And then there's like the overlook room and then okay. Mm-hmm. I know I know which bank job this is. <laughs> exactly, right? There was only too many like well, there was a lot of bank jobs, but the small ones there wasn't that many. The DLC started to add larger and larger and less completable maps. Golden Grin and the Big Bank and all that stuff. Um the one that they had uh some famous uh techno DJ make the music for. Um Payday was a heck of a time. It was weird. Um but anyways, like most of the squad was basically incapacitated by this guard who was like finding them because someone tried to hide behind a locker door <laughs> 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 and no one had their guns out. And finally, the Starbreeze employee was just like, OK, puts on the mask, shoots the guard, answers the pager because that system's coming back. Um, and then you could, you know, free the person who was handcuffed. And everybody else could keep doing operations. They could walk around the bank. They could scope things out, grab key cards. Um, they just can't take violent actions while unmasked. Um, and that's just crazy. That's really cool. I really like that. Um, I, I can already see some people in our stack who are re- wanting to be, yes, I am civilian. I am a uh-huh. good person. <laughs> exactly. How do you do? And other people are just I mean, being like, I'll put the mask on immediately, have a sniper rifle, and I'll just shoot through the glass. Hope hope the glass doesn't set off anything. Nobody here right. shattering glass. Um Speaking of that though, I did I did read that two times they had someone throw a grenade by hitting the grenade button and mm-hmm. then had to restart because of uh grenades you know kind of out. immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Grenades are canonically um, not the quietest of weapons. And I'll just say obviously that's not a problem we had with our team, you know. We were very ex- we were very professional. No one In my defense, I was one of the <laughs> quietest people because for my melee weapon, I had a wad of money. The, the money, yeah, I just beat people with it. Yeah. It um, was the best cuz like you have like a a charge up animation. So you take the like wad of money uh, from your right hand and slowly draw it across your shoulder. But then when you let it go, there was like that the like thwop. hitting people with a wad of paper. It was just oh, so satisfying. It made absolutely no sense. It was excellent. Yeah, um, I hope it keeps its kookiness. I hope that mm-hmm. like the rewards you get from completing missions actually feed into skills and unlocking other things. Yeah. Um, and it's not, I mean, it could just be for like the love of the heist as well. Um, they're going to have soldiers. Enjoyable. 
but I really enjoy skill trees in general as a form of progression. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause I'm like, Oh, I can work towards this. I can round out my issue by being able to like shout at things. God mm -hmm. damn it. Thermal drill work. <laughs> and then it does. I will. They, I will say I saw no mention of a drill at all in the article. There's a fucking drill. There, there has a to be a drill. drill. But they did introduce some other mechanics like around it. So if you were running stealth rather than just using like a stealth drill, you might get like the manager as a hostage, um, have someone with a gun who can take aggressive actions or whatever, have other people maybe clear the path, whatever, check the path, walk him to a retinal scanner and get through security that way. The loud option actually for this bank mission we we're talking about was go to the second floor above the bank because, you know, you could walk around up there mm -hmm. and... Uh, use thermite to burn a hole in the top of the vault and then go down and retrieve the bags and throw them up, the the, the money bags. So they actually bypassed the drill entirely for that specific mission, which I know was only drilled beforehand. Um, so Bane's It's the Drill, go get the, it. For the addition of thermite. Yes. How hot does um, it get? It will burn through anything. <laughs> uh-huh. I know Shadow Raid had it as well because you would thermite the uh, the sewer grate mm -hmm. uh, bars. Um, but there's some other facts here. I don't want to spend forever talking about it, but some of these stood out. Um, the, uh, the the portrait heist, the uh, art gallery, um, had people... There's like a mini game, basically. Framing you need to frame. complete Framing frame, thank you. Uh, to uh, cut out the art exhibit pieces. And then there was like a computer someone needed to find to determine which art exhibits, like where the valuable ones were, so you could guide people. Um, there was another mini game for a security system where one person would see a monitor with like some symbols and they would need to convey that to another person who's punching in the code. Yeah, this is um, just good game design. Do you remember yeah. the one time we played um, We Were Here? Uh, I believe so. That was the uh, two player co op um, mm -hmm. puzzle solving. Mm hmm. But for anybody who hasn't played it, the whole experience is asymmetric. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't ever have the same people doing the exact same thing. It's usually one person in a room, another person on the other side of the room. So I might have to describe to Jake what's going on in this room. Meanwhile, he's saying, like, and maybe he needs to kind of control stuff. I'm like, no, you're doing it wrong. It needs to be this. And it's that... Mm -hmm. in it... Ooh, words. It uh, kind of incorporates or encourages mm -hmm. that communication to be a necessary right. mm -hmm. part of it where you have to be good at it, not just mechanically. I can shoot heads. Um, yes. That's the that's, vibe I'm really nice. getting from from like this impression on this mission is like if you, even if you go in loud, even in Payday 2, you probably were taking different people with different roles. Somebody was like the leader, the medic. Someone was the engineer. Someone had the the big gun, the Thanatos you were talking yeah. about last time. Um, and it sounds like there's a little bit more responsibility to d disperse even on stealth attempts now, which is really good. I think that's that's excellent to see. And the fact that guards will just kind of es escort you out of a secure area if you're not masked up means that there's recovery states that just didn't exist in Payday 2, which was the big disincentive to even try stealth, right? Anyone messes up one time and it's freaking done? That sounds mm -hmm. miserable. It was miserable. <laughs> like the number of times we had retries just because one person got seen once wasn't fun looking back on it, right? Yeah. That's where, um, like, you could you theoretically, like, 
if you're only spotted by one person, you could kill that one person or mm-hmm. let me rephrase, disable them in some way, uh, incapacitate yes. them. Hit them with a lot murder. of money. Um, <laughs> but you would have to Which then answer the pager to say like, hey, I noticed that you kind of just dropped randomly and your heartbeat stopped. Um, uh-huh. Is everything okay? And you're like, oh, no, it's it's fine. Uh-huh. I had a spicy burrito. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, you had a limited number of those. But mm-hmm. again, to talk about some of the desync issues, there would be times where you try and go and answer a pager um, and it just would not. Like you had to hold it the, the entire time and sometimes yeah. it just wouldn't register or mm-hmm. you think you're like, oh, you're only 30% detected. You were actually 100% detected. It just didn't it update jumps up. fast enough. Um, yeah. So yeah, as long it was as miserable. That clean. I really like yeah. the idea of some more asymmetrical gameplay. And again, mm-hmm. as I said, in every anytime we talk about Minecraft or shit like that, I love when people have roles, so mm-hmm. people can opt in. Like, hey, I really want to kind of do this one thing. And you're like, oh yeah, you can do that one thing. You can yeah. maybe even have some people double up on it. Um, but mm-hmm. it also avoids the confusion of in the moment if shit hits the fan. What do we do? Well, you're the mechanic guy, so you're kind of in charge of the drill, right? Yeah. That question's not actively there. You have one person who has, like, a big gun. They're like, any cops, please come towards me. They know Uh what they're doing. Um, So, yeah, I like role-based stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the same with, like, Overwatch, right? You have, like, this is my character. This is my role. This is kind of what I'm doing. Right. You have your place you belong. You have your role to fulfill. If you succeed in that, then your part's complete. Um, yeah, and I can just blame my team for fucking. <laughs> and you blame you? Yeah, it was, yeah. You're just like, hey, uh, uh, mechanic diff, right, or something like that, right? You didn't fix the drill. Um, the other thing, remember, was, if your team fucks up, you have to let them know. It's true. It's it's a, how else will they learn, right? <laughs> this is this is for their own good. Um, and other ways to be toxic. <laughs> That's negative uh, toxicity, and <laughs> so the counterpoint to to- positive toxicity. Um. But uh, but yeah, it looks like like a lot of these things are going to come together to have like scrappy heists, right? Because you might be able to recover something. Um, my head just immediately goes to that kind of like classic bank job movie scene a little bit more where some of the people who maybe were wearing light armor and were unmasked for most of the mission, they have the skills necessary to move bags real quick while other people are the front line with the LMG and the heavy armor. And they're like, I'll wait in the car until it's my time, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I I think like what I've seen and what I've I've read from these previews uh makes me think that that's going to be more possible in this. Um, which is really cool. Uh, I'm going to skip over most of everything else we said because we said a lot uh, about this. A couple other standouts were um, uh, hostages were used mid assault in order to uh get a, a resupply drop. You could be like, hey. <laughs> well also this is this is why it's a video game and not real life i don't think police officers will give you more explosives and bullets if you give them a person <laughs> yeah um, i don't think that's how that works directly <laughs> <laughs> but it's a video game so you can and the other thing was like more time between assault waves so if you were like pressed on resources or things were getting like you just need more time right like to unload like to get supplies out of the bank or whatever pay out pay pay in a couple hostages do the exchange and um it'll take longer for the next wave to hit you right so you have some choices really on how you spend it 
and then the articles didn't mention this but it worked that way in payday 2 if one of your players was dead <laughs> you could generally get them exchanged for a hostage in payday 2 so i assume that's still there unless they're going hardcore with it um i would like the idea to get players back Otherwise, mm. you just leave that one person. They don't get any rewards for the mission. <laughs> Three <laughs> people leave one stays. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think the last thing I wanted to note was there was um, a uh, mention of choking a guard out after putting your mask on. So, again, you have to have your mask on to do aggressive actions. But there was no melee. You snuck, out, be- snuck up behind someone and choked them out in Payday 1. You did what we did and what our forefathers did which was take a stack of money and beat them over the head with it (laughs) so maybe uh maybe maybe at some point they'll add a dlc money garrote or something like that you can use to choke people out but um it also seems like there's going to be some melee interactions or something like that so uh, there was no sort of model to model animation for that at all into there is like that the melee option is probably still there um Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's just now be you have the addition of I can grab somebody and use mm-hmm. their body for a shield or bringing them to a scanner or something else. Yeah, I think that's going to be the case. Um, and I think it does it does set off the the pager, so you're not going to be like, all right, five people stealth like five Ezio's or four Ezio's yeah. deployed it's to mission. It's not like Hitman where you can have a <laughs> pile of bodies in a room. <laughs> What's this? Although we have did had you, that. Did you do this? We have had that though in payday where it's like where is the where's the safe po- a spot that's least likely someone's going to path to and we're just like piling body bags yep. <laughs> into this closet. <laughs> yeah. What so anyways, funny is um in payday 2 they had like these dumpsters which mm-hmm. were like essentially drop off points for hey, you don't need to bring all your merch or loot to the van. You can have mm-hmm. these little drop off points is like hey, maybe this is more convenient for you and your squad as a secondary outlet but you could also just like throw body bags in there of like they're not going uh-huh. in here <laughs> there's the boats pulled up for for you to unload things and you're like bag of money bag of gold bag of artifacts bag of human i don't know dump it once you get two miles out <laughs> it's only one place we can sell these organs Marrakesh. <laughs> All right, now yeah. that some of the nostalgia is coming back, I'm definitely a little more, a little more hyped. Uh huh. It's going to be contingent upon like what they have in the game at launch, and I'm sure we'll get more information as that approaches. But you know, September's not that far away, so we what shall see. What they should really do is also have a playable demo. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just yeah. like, hey, here's like a little tutorial thing. It was just with the current engine. I think yeah. that would also be good to kind of get people's hands on and get them into the space. They really should. They should give people like one map, give them like a cap on skill points, and let them go ham. Like, there you go. If people enjoy the game, they'll put more time into it. And, um, yeah. I mean, they almost don't need it. Uh, Payday 2 is actually, believe it or not, for how old it is, it's still one of the most played games on Steam like and it shouldn't be is my stance i love it but it shouldn't be for all the problems <laughs> we mentioned um but yeah I, I i hope it's good um the early impressions look really good and uh bonus points for letting um video game news outlets actually play the game so far apart like so far ahead of the release 
um that says a lot about the confidence and how things are going because i'm tired of games not getting any reviews whatsoever until the day they hit shelves or the the store um and there are reasons for it right so way more positive than when i was talking about their previous experiences with the walking dead game and stuff like that Mm -hmm. anyways that's the payday two that's the payday three episode and (laughs) the the latter half the first one was mental well health like health talking about submarines talking about why we do what we do friendship violence against security guards (laughs) it's the second half um yeah also Last piece of news, this was since the news episode, but Baldur's Gate 3 got pushed up almost an entire month in its release date. Um, So it was going to be the end of August, close to the end of August, and it got pushed up to near the beginning of August, probably because Starfield is coming out like the following week, something like that. I mean, I would play it if we have a if we have a stack Mm -hmm. because it looks good. And I need my Divinity 2 itch. I haven't had it scratched in so long. Uh-huh. It was really funny. I saw, like, a, I didn't click through to see what the content was, but they're like, new patch dropped. All right, we're going to add, like, these playable races. And the level cap raised, like, 14 levels. And it looked like a like a microtransaction DLC thing or something like that. It's like, oh, yeah, spend this money, and your level cap will raise 14 levels. And I had to remind myself. Oh no, this is early access. They're literally just unlocking more of the game. Mm-hmm. Um which is funny, but they must be pretty confident in what they're doing to move up a release date, right? Yeah, it would that be never happens. Things it get would be postponed or released early or at the I mean at their expected time that they are marketed for, but it was uh-huh. too early in general for the finished product. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy to see it move up, but I don't know. Yeah, the the year is shaping up. So uh, we will continue to cover those games as we play them or other people play them. And then we talk about them um, with such conviction and certainty that you would expect that we are video game reviewers. But if you have a video game that you would like to pretend that we can pretend to review, uh, you can send that request in to soapsomepodcast at gmail.com or... You can join the discussion on Facebook, another uh, imaginary platform, at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night.